You're listening to Beneath the Tide, a weekly pirate-influenced Dungeons and Dragons campaign, ran on the Mimics and Monstrosities Switch channel every Wednesday at 10:30 p.m. Eastern Time. You can find the channel and all of our streams at Twitch.tv/Mimics/Letter-N/Monstrosities, and all other information regarding where you can find us on the internet can be found in the episode descriptions. The intro music to all of our future episodes of Beneath the Tide is performed by Ross Bugden. And a huge thanks to CD Projekt Red, and eventually in the later episodes, Blizzard, for giving us the rights and permission to use the music from The Witcher 3 and World of Warcraft. So, thank you. Hi, everybody. And you're listening to Beneath the Tide, episode 50, A Shared History. This episode is streamed live on Twitch, February 26th, 2020. everybody to ah. beneath the tide episode five zero big old 50 semi-centennial guys yeah. heck yeah got some announcements before we begin though and those announcements are really haven't changed so there's nothing hmm. we have a podcast Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Mimics Monstrosities. That's where you can find us and find Demystifying DMing. Yeah. Get it. Working on it. That's what I got to say. So, <laughs> continuing on with their traversal through the city below, the away team of the Voidmon countered a strange bleeding tree that Leah opened up to reveal a passageway through to the Blighted Pass. The first obstacle was a chasm filled with a variety of strange mushrooms. With Leah's guidance, the party successfully crossed the chasm and came to a large forest made entirely of fungus. Even some of the trees stretching towards the ceiling of this strange underground ecosystem were mushrooms. Deciding where to head to, Leah brought up the life spring and how it might be a good place to recharge their batteries before heading out to explore the remainder of the continent and traverse the rest of this fungal forest. While making their way to the fungal forest, the party encountered wildlife covered in strange black ooze, and even the vegetation was secreting the same ooze. But the party pressed forward, and encountering two bodies hanging from a mushroom-sized tree, but pressed forward, not wanting to disturb said bodies. And why were they hanging? Who knows? The group eventually collected some strange mushrooms, some that even Leah didn't have any knowledge of, and the party continued into the life spring, noticing a trail of the same black ooze trailing into the spring itself, and had turned the spring's water to a deep black color, and the whole cave reeked of death and decay. A pile of treasure was spotted, and Eclipse raced over, only to alert the creature living inside the spring, a massive, seemingly undead frogamoth that had been afflicted with the same sort of illness as the other creatures in the area. After a very rough battle, 
that left Eclipse, Noose, and Ash unconscious underwater. Leah dove into the water and saved the day and killed the Frogamoth with a blight spell. She and the remaining members of the crew were rescued their drowning isle eyes and restored them before Ogden cast Tiny Hut so the party could rest from the battle. And as the party are taking their long rest in Tiny Hut, we're going to see what's going on with Henry. Real quick question. Howdy. We're, we're, we're more than a mile away from the ship, right? Oh, yeah. Okay, never mind then. <laughs> Just got, Ash just got a thing that would have made this segue like make a lot of sense. But okay. you guys are about uh, three miles away. Okay. All right. Yeah. And I have nothing to add. Uh, we find ourselves on the Veiled Sycophant, eight hours into basically no, not eight hours. Uh, about three hours into the. Uh, the journey, and Henry finds himself on the veiled sycophant with only Joseph and Bernard. Oh yeah, Grump went with, didn't he? Grump and Monkfish. Everybody went with. It's only Henry, Bernard, and uh, Hen Henry, a goat and a child. Yep. That's hmm. a, nope. Not gonna make that joke. All right. Well, um, I suppose uh, we just got to keep the ship in uh, working condition, make sure that we've got everything taken care of, make sure that everyone is looked after, we have food, and make sure that we uh, don't get snuck up on or anything. Uh, I think we can handle that. And whereabouts is Henry on the ship? This is about four hours in again to the to the journey inside the caves. He's probably been just kind of like pacing around the ship, being like he's in charge, but he doesn't know what to do, and he's in charge of a child and a goat who both seem fairly self-sufficient. So he's just kind of like wandering around trying to figure out how to be useful. All right. Uh, so you eventually find yourselves on the on the deck of the mm -hmm. ship, the top deck, and there's an individual standing on the docks, looking around, like the dog set you guys have docked. Just stand there looking around. Um, Go over to the edge of the ship. They have feathered blonde hair cascading down to their shoulders uh, a very regal sort of uh, authoritarian like authoritative figure kind of outfit uh, like bits of armor and then cascading red kind of cloth um, and they're looking around they have a, like a like a very curled golden mustache or blonde hair a blonde pointed goatee very blue eyes and they're just looking around not facing you they're looking around in the opposite direction kind of taking in the landscape um, excuse me. Oh, uh, hello. yes, can hello. I... Oh. oh, dear. Uh, yes, uh, can I help you? Oh, um, I'm just, uh, um, looking for the Veiled Sycophant. I believe that's the name of this ship. Oh, well, that was easy. Hello, my name is Archibald von Rusofeln IV. Nice to meet you. And you are? Uh, my name is Henry Lofferton Esquire. Oh, that's a wonderful name. Oh, thank you. You're so kind. Um, unfortunately, I don't know if you're aware, you don't seem like the stealing type, uh, but this vessel was reported stolen. Was it? Yes. Oh, well, um, I do believe that uh, stolen would be a, a, a terrible, well, it would not exactly accurate description of what happened, given that uh, the ship, the previous crew of the ship was engaging in, uh, some serious criminal activity, and it was, uh, therefore, uh, repossessed. Ah, you see, you sound like you're a man of law. 
Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a lawyer. Uh, do you mind if I come aboard and take a look around, just to make sure there's nothing of ill will being held or anything? Well, may I ask, may I ask for your credentials to see, say who you are uh, to be coming on board and uh, conducting such a search? Well, can I come on board to show you my credentials? Can you show me them from there? He pulls out a piece. Of, <laughs> he pulls out a piece of parchment. Looks very, like, well made. And... Can I? Is the gangplank lowered? Can I just like walk down? Yeah, yeah. Just it just says. Down. It just says I'm not a cop. <laughs> <laughs> I like the Boston accent on that. <laughs> not a cop. Um, so it has his name, mm -hmm. and it just says repossessing. Mm -hmm. uh, and then a business you've never heard of. It's called. Repossession Inc. <laughs> hmm. I see. Um, uh, and uh, home base is Kela de Cuervos. Hmm. I see. I would be familiar with this company, wouldn't I? Most likely. All right. Ah, I see. I see. Well, um... You've never what heard exactly? of it. What exactly? Yeah, you've never heard of it. Oh, no? Because it doesn't oh, okay. exist. You'd know it. Oh, yeah, that doesn't sound familiar to me. Yeah. Hmm. Can I, like... Yeah, can I? Is there something I could... Like, okay, does it not sound familiar, or am I, like, sure it doesn't exist? You're sure it doesn't exist. You know, well, Henry, I... based on your background and everything, you you kind of know most of the businesses mm -hmm. on Cala de Cuervos, and that does not sound, stand out, because Cala de Cuervos is not really a lawful place. Yeah. Um, pardon me, uh, would you mind clarifying for me which, uh, uh, what sort of authority your company answers to on Cala de Cuervos? Oh, certainly. Uh, the Bellwinds. I see, I see. So, um, what exactly are you... Well, I see that this... This is repossession on it. Yeah, this means nothing. Exactly... He just rips it in half. I see, that makes perfect sense. I'm here to repossess you. Essentially. Me? Mr. Lofferton. Not the ship? No, you. Oh. Um, would you perhaps be able to clarify for me how or why? The Bellwinds want you back. Um, they offer a chance to sever you from your attachment. One Carnifex. Hmm, I see. Well... Um, we can make a deal if you'd like. Uh, what sort of deal? Uh, you agree to come with me to the Bellwinds, and I ensure that uh, no harm falls those on the ship currently, and those that have gone inside. Well, um, I don't necessarily think that this is the best deal for me. And the visage changes. Mm-hmm into a Rakshasa. Hmm. Conifex. I'm speaking to you now. Come out and play, will you? We have much to discuss. Mm. What, do, what do we have to discuss? Ah, I'm so surprised. Did you forget my true name? It's been brought up quite a bunch during your travels with your friends, and yet you didn't say a thing. 
what about it? Well, I know you've been trying to figure out where I am. I know you've been using the tome to sort of pinpoint where I've been. Yeah, and? Why didn't you tell them you know who I am? Zalokash, you didn't mention it. What makes you think I was in a sharing mood? True. Here's the deal, Carnifex. You and I were both creatures of contract. I can separate you from this fleshy pink meat bag and put you back where you belong, at our master's side in his armies. Otherwise, I will kill everyone on the ship, and then I'll wait for the others to kind of figure out what had happened, and then kill them too, one by one. Starting with Eclipse. The next time I finish her off, her soul is 100% mine. And I am very keen on collecting on that payment. Then, I'll start with the Goblin. Then, the Wizard. You're, uh, you're assuming I care about this? <laughs> Not really, but I'm just letting you know what the repercussions would be. Hmm. Uh, you know, there's a, there's a funny thing here. Because, uh, you know, I don't really like this fleshy pink meat bag. I kind of stuck here. That's why I'm offering you this deal. Yeah, but uh, there's one thing this fleshy pink meat bag I've realized actually gives me. And, and you don't have. And? Freedom. I can do what I want. That may be true. And you know what? Uh, freedom gives something I've learned about that yeah I didn't I never never experienced before and I don't think you have either and uh is gonna take a step back mm -hmm. and then like a little like biting fly like lands on his face out of nowhere okay like another one mm -hmm. and another one and another one mm -hmm. until just like a swarm of flies just surrounds and starts swirling around him okay using the uh Cloak of Flies mm -hmm. aura. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he's going to say, I can get better. So can I. Mm. I am Asmodeus's most trusted, after all. Yeah, yeah. And... I've taken care of a couple thorns in his, his side that have associated with the crew that are currently gallivanting in the mountain. Mm -hmm. Or in the... Uh, in, in the caves! Uh, yeah. Um, so here's the thing. Yeah, you're Asmodeus' favorite. And uh, I think if you want to take me in, you're going to have to do it the hard way. And you know, <laughs> you might do it. But uh, he's going to lean in 
He's gonna lean in and get a little closer so that just like just the edge of the aura starts to get up to him. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's gonna say, "But uh, is that gonna last if you mess it up?" We could find uh, out. I am. I am attempting. Is there a way? I, is there a universe in which I can make an intimidation check? Go for it. All right. Open Flives gives me advantage on that. I just need to figure out what to roll to see what what resists an intimidation check. I think it's usually, I think it's usually just like a static DC, <clears throat> general like similar to like a persuasion check. Yeah. Okay. Or like a yeah yeah okay cool insight cool, cool, cool. Right? yeah yeah to see if they're bluffing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or like you know they're. I got it. Yeah. Well, that'd be deception. But yeah yeah. Anyway. Okay. And advantage. Okay. That is a 22. You can see he was reaching for his Vorpal sword. Mm-hmm. Natural 20. There goes your head. Wait, what? No, no, no. I No, if you rolled a natural 20, it's... Oh, okay. I thought you said he did. I'm like, what? Automatic decapitation with the Vorpal sword. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. I remember. Yeah, yeah. Um, just kind of looks at you. Kind of smiles. It's a shame you're trapped in that fleshy pink meat bag. For now. Yeah. And he conjures a fireball in his hand. Gonna conjure the flail in response. You see, he's trying to decide if he's just going to throw it at the ship. Mm-hmm. He kind of makes it go away. Where are your friends? I thought you knew. I do. I just figured. Just, I'd see if you'd sell them out. It's all. It's all. I don't like making things easy on you. Hmm. And he just disappears. <laughs> Take a couple swings into the space where he was just to double check. Oh, man. Yeah, he's not there. Fuck. Okay. I was gonna... If that intimidation check failed, he was gonna cast Gears. Ooh. Yeah. I'm like, hey, you should come with me now. Mm-hmm. Oof. Man. Pull the flail back in. Yep. Cloak of flies just receive. Oh, the flies just eventually just buzz off. Oh dear. <laughs> nice. What's Henry do now? Mm, I need to go sit down. Uh, it felt good. We're what the go fuck is going on out there? Um, Bernard comes, comes, comes up on deck and is screaming. Well, uh, just you know, just a devil assassin came and he and Carnifex had a conversation. The bird just walks away. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh. <laughs> He's just like shaking. He's gonna go sit down. All right. What was that thing with the flies? That was us. 
Do you mean... Uh-huh. Oh, dear. All right. So back in the life spring, you guys are currently in Tiny Hut, having your long rest. Do, 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 and Leah, you're having a dream do, again. Do, do. Your dream, you see the fungal lich, his body, essentially, the massive fungus like tree that he is. You see all these green orbs that hang down from uh, membranes. And in these glowing green orbs, you can see swirling masses. And you know, you know those are the souls that are put into people who wish to become followers of the fungal lich. Uh, you know, these fruit that grow from him have the ability to restore people to life. Uh, no matter how long they've been dead, etc., etc. And you see this figure walking through the fungal grove where the fungal lich lies. And as this figure walks, there's druids lying all over the ground. Stabbed, slashed, dying, bleeding. This figure's walking with purpose. Their armor... Um, let me describe it to you when I flip to my right page. Because I want to describe this correctly. Oh my god, I'm going back so far. The joys of having so many notes is easily lost. There we go. Nope. Apologies, everybody. We're getting there. We're getting there. There we go. You see a figure that looks like they're standing about seven foot one. A black helmet that is completely smooth and highly reflective. No eye, ear, nose, or mouth holes. So nothing. And the helmet is covered in metal spikes as well. They're wearing a black plate, plate armor that is highly reflective and studded with rubies. And a white robe and cloak. Not a robe, sorry. A white kind of cloak. Similar to the form that the figure wore in Red Dove Volcano that Eclipse tried attacking but nothing happened. But this one looks different. Beside him walks a flaming black horse covered in plate armor. And this figure is carrying a, a bow, it looks like, made of infernal green fire. But he's just slashing people with the bow and he's just gutting druids left and right. And he steps into the grove, no more druids present. And he walks up to the fungal lich. You don't hear any words. But he stabs into the fungal lich's body and begins carving his way through to reach the fungal lich's heart. And you would know what happens if the fungal lich's heart is destroyed or taken. You would know from your lessons with Lexi that all spore druids are, are attached to this remaining piece of the fungal lich, and if the heart was to be destroyed, all spore druids would lose their powers, or they would die, along with the fungal lich. 
And you know, the heart's buried deep within, so it won't be, it'll take him a while to get to it, but he's there, carving away into the fungal lich. And it ends. It's just a dream. The dream shifts, and you see other visions. And in these new visions are three women sat around a black piece of quartz. And the women that are sitting around this black quartz are channeling dark energy into it out of their hands. And one of them is holding in their hands, cupped, a little blue mushroom. The one from your <coughs> head. And as you look at the faces of all these women, they're old, withered, frail, long, greasy black hair, purplish white skin, long, slender fingers with hooked nails, just black. They look very reminiscent of the old woman you saw sitting on your chest. And as this one woman is just stroking this mushroom and sort of pulling life force out of the mushroom itself and into this black stone, you feel a pain in your chest. And the one holding the mushroom says, Release us, little one. And Leah, that's when you wake up and everybody else wakes up from the long rest. And Leah... Your maximum hit points are reduced by nine. Oh, fuck. And everybody else wakes up around you. Ogden, Eclipse, Ash, Moose, Grump, and Monkfish. Morning, everyone. Morning, Ash. <clears throat> All the faces I can see to start the day. And Tiny, and Tiny Hut blinks out. Alright guys, so new plan if the enemy retreats, just let him go. We need to just let him go. Cause that sucked. <laughs> yeah. Um... Yeah, I realize if we just now he's realized if we just backed up, let it have the pond. It re couldn't really reach us out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hindsight, if... twenty twenty. Same. Is no. is everyone else all right? No one else has sustained any serious injuries. No, I'm fine. When Eclipse threw the rod to Noose last session, did Leah see that? She would have recognized it too. Yeah. Leah's gonna go up to Noose and just be like, "I need that rod now." Um. What? Noose, I need to see it for a moment. Um. You must, uh, uh, pardon me. I am your captain. And if I remember correctly, the last time you had an artifact, not so good decisions were made. So you must forgive me. If I do not surrender what appears to be a very powerful artifact to you, where as much as I consider you a friend, I do not consider you to have the best judgment. Leah, you see a figure standing behind Noose, but nobody else sees this figure. And 
It's an older woman, human. Crown of mushrooms. And it is the familiar sight of Lexi. Just, like... just standing behind us. Kind of transparent, ghostly. Not really there. <clears throat> Leah literally just like shoves Noose aside and goes up to this thing and it's just like Bleh. like <laughs> where are you? What? Are you alive? Are you dead? What's happened, Lexi? I'm in between. Are you seeing what she's seeing? No one is. No, no one is. I know, she's weird. How are you in between? I am dying. Where is your body? Blightgrove, at the inn. I'm coming. Okay. Hold on, please. I'll try. And she disappears. She turns, oh. she turns to Noose and like grabs him by the arm. And it's just it like- is. What are you doing? We yeah, is everything all going... right? No, it's not. We need to get to Blightgrove now. Um, I think you need to let go of me right now. I think you need to shut your mouth, Noose, and let me do what I need to do. I don't think you've seen me get angry, and it's not something I try to do. So everybody else knows what's coming next. <laughs> but she doesn't. I'm so I'm so like going to I'm so the sorry. No. Crumb's uh, no. gonna, like... gonna intervene and pull Rhea off. Yeah, because you start to see Noose like pull a hand up and nope. necrotic energy is like flowing through it. Grum pulls Rhea off. My friend is in danger. More than a friend, and we need to get there now. She's dying. She's okay. Hold on. That rod is hers, and as soon as I saw it last night, I knew something was up. She would not just leave that lying around. Well, why would she leave it here? I don't think she left it willingly, Noose. Not if I know Lexi the way I do. Okay, no need to be, you know, snappy. It's okay. She's dying, Noose. All right. Of course, I I'm going to no be a little is snappy. It, is it in the direction of the treasure? It's going to be about, I don't know, like a two-hour walk. But if we hurry, hopefully we can cut that time down. All right. Well, I mean, I got to prepare some spells for today. I think all of us have to prepare a lot of stuff. I mean, I think you do, too. So we'll finish getting prepared for today, and we'll head out as soon as possible, away. You saved our butts back there, okay? We'd, we'd all be dead if you didn't hop in there and kill that thing. So, like, consider this kind of a favor, because you've been kind of mean just now. News, Captain, with all due respect, I think... With what Leah knows, she has every right to be 
more energetic towards this particular endeavor. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, that's why we're doing it. We're doing it. It's okay. It's all okay now, but, yeah. That was just really... Wowzers. If you wish to leave immediately, I'm more than willing to head out with you, and the others can catch up. I've got nothing going on. Yeah, same. Uh, Tiny Hut's good and ready to go, and I had uh, visions of something going pretty well today and something going horribly wrong, so that sounds good to me. (laughs) (laughs) What are you talking about? Monkfish just stands up and goes, what? Nice. Nice. What is uh, it? Fifteen and <laughs> two. It? Fifteen oh. and two. Nice. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, let's. Uh, this is gonna take me like boogie. fifteen minutes to like do all of my prayers and stuff to give me spells. Okay. Just, well, yeah. I, well, I, I can uh, I can have your back while you do that. Okay. Uh, wait. Hang on. Hang on a second. I just had an idea. Caleb. You can mm. do that thing where you can share memories, right? Yeah, I absolutely can. Leah, you have seen this place we're going, right? His name's Ogden. What did I, did I say, Caleb? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Who's that? Ogden. I've uh, got a nephew named Caleb. He's a real hoot. <laughs> Leah, you, Leah, you've seen the place we're going, right? Yes, quite a few times. Is it within a mile? No. No? Okay. It's a three-hour walk. I don't know how winding it is. Uh, I can also, while I... It's about, uh, it's about, Leah, you remember, it's about, uh, from that sign you all uh, were at last week, it was eight miles to the west, uh, with the next, and now it's probably about nine and a half. Oh, so it's like two hours at a brisk pace. Yeah. You've got to know when to fold them. Know when to fold them. Uh, I'm going to cast a telepathic bond in a ritual mm-hmm. manner. This will take us ten minutes, and then we can all talk for an hour and not be stressed about it. All right. Better count your money. You better count your money. <laughs> better count your money. The Why is everyone oh, singing? Is that not the version? I don't want to get a, I don't want to get a copyright strike. Oh. <laughs> oh, don't worry. My melodies are only ever accurate during public domain songs. <laughs> for, the fir- for the first time that, like, the crew has seen, Leah looks visibly unsettled. So, like, you know something's, like, something's wrong. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, even regardless, even if it's that far away, uh, this can still be helpful. Caleb, could you... Use that thing, memory thing you Ogden? do. God, I right, keep doing it. Ogden, could you use that memory thing you do? Uh, yeah, take, yes, uh, yeah, absolutely. To take that image of where we're going from her head into mine. Uh, yeah, I absolutely can. Give me one hot second to minimize what I'm doing here. That's a cantrip, right? Uh, no, not when I pair it all like that. So when I take hers. Uh, I got spells to burn, baby. Okay. <laughs> it's a level one spell, so I'm oh, okay, cool okay. with it. And, and it well, actually, tombstone. 
famous last words i got spells to burn i got spells to burn baby what Uh, wait a second tell everyone it is one of the worst feelings in the world to die as a wizard when you have all of your spell slots (laughs) Uh, i'm trying to figure out uh if i gained uh I'm trying to figure out where I can see how many spells, because I should have more than... At level 10, should I have more than four first-level spell slots? No, I think that four D- is the, like, the Yeah, max. no, D&D Bond does it right, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, four is the max. Four is yeah. the max? Of any spell level. Yeah, I think so. Pretty sure. But nine, you can Sweet. only get... I think ninth level, you only get one spell slot. Ever. One ever, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, what I'm going to do... Is gonna sound kind of messed up. First, I'm gonna cast Mage Armor. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna use that spell. Then I'm gonna cast Detect Thoughts. Get my mm-hmm. Mage Armor back because Detect Thoughts is a divination spell. Yeah. And I'm gonna cast Encode Thoughts to go inside and really pull that out and put it right into Ash's head. If and I want to ask permission, and focus. Uh, 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 Leah, uh, I'm going to need you to focus on the directions, focus on the path, focus on every minute detail as uh, as I uh, delve into your mind. Make a mind... uh, Think of it like building a sandcastle, but with brain goo. And uh, you'll build the path, and along we'll skip. Uh, We'll be following right behind you. Octon... I don't believe I know what a sandcastle is. Uh, okay. Uh, um, but we don't uh, have time for that right now. Take what you need. It's all right. I just need to make sure she's okay. Great. Mm, yeah. Um, so wait, are you taking the location to where Lexi is or where yeah. your dream at the Fungal Grove was? What are you focusing on, Leah? Oh yeah, wherever um, we're going, basically. Where we're, we're, where Lexi is. Okay, so you're focused. Yeah, she's focusing, and you see like a village. Yeah, oh, that looks quaint. Uh, all right, Ash, open up. No, oh God, we don't do that here. <laughs> I meant open your mind, your third eye. <laughs> all right, and I place it on his forehead. <clears throat> send it right in. <laughs> you don't do that here. Well, that's an odd feeling, but all right. Yeah. Oh, oops, sorry. A little. No, that's all right. That's all right. All right. Uh, great. Then, yeah, I can share that with you. You can scroll back and forth through whatever parts you need. Uh, I just need to see the location, and then we're we're good. There we go. And Captain, uh, get whatever ready you need to get ready. Oh, I'll wait. be working on our communication. And as you guys are doing this, the room gets a little warmer. Not humid like the rest of the forest is, like the humid, wet grossness. It's just warm, and you look back and you hear this, you can hear the spring bubbling a little bit and steam rising from it, almost like killing the afflicted Fragimeth, kind of cured the plague that was affecting at least this area of the forest. There goes our opportunity at Western relaxation. <laughs> gotta just weave. Doesn't even get to take a dip. That's okay. Oh, I got to take a dip. I got to take a good long dip in there. I'm good. 
would have been our last dip if it wasn't for Wea. Noose, you can sleep when you're dead, and I can make that happen. Now let's go. Oh, I'm gonna start shooing Leah away towards the entry of the, the lagoon area. <laughs> Monkfish are just like, damn! But when we all the time, it seems very uh, weird. Uh, Leah and you. I will go ahead. Uh, we'll go slowly so you can catch up, but we'll just we'll just get going. Come on, Leah. Let's go. Yes, let's. All right, the two of you start walking out of the cave. Mm-hmm. Leah's not walking. She is going. Oh, she's running. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm assuming Eclipse can keep, keep easily, up fairly easily. Easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. She's half length. So yeah, she only moves. She only moves. Yeah. Oh, yeah. just like moves. speed walking. Yeah, she only moves. <laughs> yeah, same, same with Ash too. He's got the forty foot move speed. <clears throat> Monkfish can just uh, chill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So as a part of this, and while Ogden is doing his ritual, uh, Noose doesn't know what kind of environment we're going to be going through. But if it's kind of anything like all this other stuff, he's going to re-up the uh, water walking on everyone within range. Okay, Leah and Eclipse would not be in range when they list. That's fine. Yep. So in case we have to run across a swamp or anything, we'll just catch up to them all <laughs> while right. they're at half speed. <laughs> Grump is just, you know, sorting, fixing his armor, adjusting it on himself a little bit because he's wearing armor now. Like, really shitty makeshift armor. Like, wood. Like, pieces of barrels and stuff. And he looks around and just, Okay, I think I'm good. Monkfish is like, Ugh. I jump back in the pool, but I don't want to get those darts. Well. Just go get them. we got, like, I'm not five going, minutes. Yeah, I'm not going back in the water. <laughs> don't trust it. <laughs> noose, fin- noose finishes up puts up the hood on the uh, manta ray thing and dives down for the darts <laughs> they're embedded in chunks of freaky myth that are still floating around in the water excellent is there anything that looks like noose can salvage from the froggy myth as well it's all still pretty nasty corrupted so you probably wouldn't want to touch it Okay, so it's like, uh, yeah, none of it looks like anything nope. Noose could use because she also used blight on it to kill it. Correct. So I imagine there's it, there's like blight all kind over of it. a shrivelly, yeah. gross, necrotic mess. Okay, yep. perfect. He's gonna pluck out the darts and bring them up. Yeah, we find three darts that are usable. Yeah, and he's just gonna throw them at Monkfish's chest, <laughs> not the pointy ends, but yeah. just like <laughs> doesn't even really look. He just catches them all and then puts them in his pouch. There you go. All right. <laughs> Ogden? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I can hear you. Excellent. Let's go, everyone. I don't like voices in my head. You get used to it. You can like it or not. Either way, it doesn't matter to me. Great. Uh, Leon, Leon Goblin Noose just starts doing his, like, through the <laughs> telepathic bond. <laughs> Can I end this on myself? <laughs> I will snap the goblin's neck if this keeps up. 
Uh, it, noose, you, I, I can add a harmony. Oh. <laughs> we got we got place to go. Let's do it later. But yeah, let's do it. We're doing it. Leanna, well, yeah, you guys are running. You're probably I don't know speed walking. Yeah, you're, you're decent way away though. <laughs> no, Leah's running. But you're yeah. Be, yeah. Um, yeah. Areas looks like shit. There's still bits of black goo everywhere, but it's receding a little bit, not completely. Uh, so, Leah, um, I, are you okay? Is it is there something you want to share? Lexi is one. Lexi was basically the mother I should have had but didn't. So if she dies, I'm not going to be okay. Okay. I should be able to bring her back. But from that dream I had last night, something tells me that might not be able to happen. So I'm a little worried. Everyone's circle ends, but not like this. A dream? Like, what happened in this dream? Like, you said she dies, but how? It's not that she died in the dream. It was, there were all these dead druids around, and there was this person, just this tall person, twice the size as I am, and they were just going around slaughtering all these druids, and they got to the fungal lich, and they were trying to get at his heart. And I don't know if that was a dream or not, or just a premonition. So I am very afraid, because if that heart dies, gets destroyed, I will probably be destroyed in the process. I'm fine with other people's circles ending, but not my own. Hmm. And not Lexi's. And not Lexi's. Okay. Well, we better hurry then. Let's hurry. And I'm gonna pick Leah up, put her on my shoulders, and go full speed. And just letting her give me directions. Okay. <laughs> like Luke with Yoda. The party will not be yeah. catching up. <laughs> yeah, that's not good. Monkfish, uh, right? Monkfish will. Uh, so, yeah, you guys come out of the cave and Eclipse and Leah are long gone. Because I know how Leah feels. And uh, did anybody see what which direction they went? I think Ash has the directions. I, I know where they're going. Okay. I'm going to spend my time. Uh, uh, Ogden is the one. I said it right this time. I almost didn't. Uh, Ogden is the one that is good with like maps and direction, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I took a peep at it, but uh, I can also remember. Can I just pull that out? Look at it. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm going to yeah uh, go ahead while we're walking because uh, I'm going to need you to. I'm going to need you to lead for about 20 minutes before we get there. <laughs> You guys have such fun little time increments that we're having to take care of. Uh, so should I give some kind of wayfarer check? Or... No. I mean, we're, it's going to be a while till we get yeah. there. Uh, oh, okay, I, okay, okay, okay. I would like, I'll just say, Justin, I would like to do something once we get within a mile. Okay. Uh, Mofi's like, uh, so how are we getting there? Those two, nip, gone. Am I going to go fast, slow? Do you see this moving? Keep up. <laughs> All right. Fuck you. Poof, when he books it past. You don't know which way we're going. Uh, I can figure it out. I can smell the other cat. 
Shall we? Oh, boys. I'm just kidding. Can't smell shit. And he stops by a nearby log. Because he's too high. (laughs) (laughs) I can pick somebody up. That'll make it quicker. I forgot to know the same speed, though. All right. How fast are you, big guy? Looks at Ash. Fast enough. Probably not as fast as you, but, you know, faster than them. Great. Well, if they die, it's not our fault. They ran off. Yeah, right, yeah. All right. They just start strolling along with you guys. Hey, oh, I, I, are we, are we at a, are we at a stroll, Captain, or do we want to? Uh... uh, hey, Ash, Ash, yeah. Um, uh, do you think you could carry me, and then Monkfish could carry Ogden? I don't want to be near Monkfish. <laughs> I suppose we could do that. Yeah. All right. All right, need to climb on board. Up. How do you I expect think, uh, I can carry a wizard? With your back. Uh, carefully, I'm uh, a dainty boy. Uh. <laughs> I imagine Ogden is actually taller than Monkfish, so he's just like, when you're, when he's on his back, it's like all legs and arms gangly. <laughs> what about me, though? All right. Uh, get, get on my backpack like a papoose. Just get in there. <laughs> I don't really want to burden monkfish. Look at his. Look at those quads. Oh, you don't want to burden monkfish, but you want to burden anyone else. Fuck you. <laughs> well, if nobody likes me, then what's the, then I'm not losing much if I just you know skewer you on one of the many sharp objects I keep on my body. I like boys, 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 boys! So much testosterone. God. Monkfish is like fuck it. Get on. Yeah. Uh, and he grabs he grabs Grump and just tosses him up. Catch him. Oh and then Monkfish God. is gone. Just <laughs> through the floor, through the through the fungal floor. You don't know where you're going. Figure it out. I'll Great. whisper it in his ear. See, we're set. Or his mind. Uh, <sighs> And yeah, gone. Yeah, I'll follow after as fast as I can. Okay. <laughs> New thing is said. <laughs> All right, if you if you're like going around trees and then just curve off all in different directions. Oh, I really want to use my stillness of mind. Hmm. I'd rule that stillness of mind would stop that. <laughs> it would. Yep, stillness of mind. Hey, Ogden, I use still as a mind. I can't hear your thoughts anymore. So just tell me directions out loud. That was annoying as shit. And he just keeps... I got you. Thanks. Slow left. Okay. <laughs> Leaps over a log. Uh, but I got the direction. I got the distance wrong. So Eclipse and Leah. Mm-hmm. After some time, you guys come to another deep, dark chasm where a large one of these tree-sized mushrooms has has collapsed across the chasm, 
revealing a makeshift bridge of sorts. The bridge is covered in moss and appears precarious. Glowing blue mushrooms coat the sides of the bridge, illuminating the area slightly. Some of the moss covering the bridge appears slightly wet, almost slick. The bridge is about 15 feet wide and 60 feet long, covering the entire length of the chasm. How strong does it look? That's a tree. Okay. Looks strong enough. No ropes or anything nope, to hold on just, the side? It, it is just a fallen tree. Sized mm -hmm. mushroom. I'm gonna glance over my shoulder at Leah. Just go for it, I guess. Yes, it's fine. Don't worry about it. All right. Uh, I'm gonna go for it. Just right. run across. It's very slippery. Give me a dexterity check. Oh, you know I excel at those. That's a natural 17 plus yeah. saving throw or just check? It's a dexterity check. All right. Um, 17 plus 5. Yeah, you race across. You get to the other side. Yeah. Great. Just keep going. Eclipse, uh, Leah's behind you. But no, I was carrying her. Oh, you were? Yeah. Okay, I should have made DC higher. Anyways, yeah, you... I mean, I can... No, no, it's fine. No, no, it's all good. You rolled high enough anyway. Hmm. Uh, yeah, you cross the chasm. Looking down, just out of curiosity, it's about a 100-foot drop. And down below, you hmm. see a frigid... You see a cold stream which covered it, just filled with jagged rocks. It's not the worst bottom of a chasm I've seen. And I've cross. seen better... <laughs> you guys eventually cross, whatever that means. Yeah. Um, and after about 20 minutes, the other group gets there. And All this? Yep. See, same thing. Monkfish carrying Ogden and Grump. He's just like, oh, Jesus Christ. Who's going yeah. across first? And that's that right. For the whole, for the whole party, we were, in, we were in a bubble. Yeah. Cheese it's crap. That's right, Grump. Cheese and crackers. Uh, whole party in a bubble. Ash, you going uh, first or am I? I can do it. Uh, how far across is it? Sorry, I missed that. It is a 60 foot long, 15 foot mm. wide fallen mushroom. Okay. Um. Yeah. Yep. I guess I'm. Uh, guess I'm going across. Hope you don't slip. Oh uh, yeah, me too. News is on your back. I know. Guidance. Alright, yeah, I'm gonna go make my way across. Dexterity check. Okay. With a D4. Alright. What's a D4? 16. 16. What'd you get before the D4? I'm curious. 13. 13. 13 is the DC. Oh, okay. So, you slip, <laughs> a, little, you slip a little bit on like a patch of moss, then you get to the other side. Oh! Oh, hey, well, that wasn't so bad. Hey, yeah. Check this out. <laughs> Watch this. Roll the natural one. <laughs> I hope so. Uh, 15 plus 16. Anyway. DC should be higher. Um, should be advantage. I don't know. Nah. Sorry, DC. I'll succeed in Just so you know, I've hooked my ankles together around his hips. <laughs> Great, so if I fall, you fall too. Uh, that is Great! A, that's a 24. I've so he got just, your back. He, instead, he <laughs> runs halfway, and then plants his feet, and slides the rest of the way. Show off. Nah, I gotta do it sometimes. As as he as we slide it slide by, I throw Ray-Bans on. 
and uh, you get to the other side. However, for Eclipse and Leah, you guys are about 20 minutes ahead of the, of the group. Mm-hmm. And moaning and movement catches your eyes up ahead in a clearing about 15 feet away. A cluster of undead are digging around and eating what looks like a couple of elk. These undead look like a couple of ghasts and some zombies, all of them covered in the same kind of mushrooms that were covering and plaguing the froggy myth. Uh, I'm gonna stop. Are there any tall, uh, heavily leaved trees nearby? Yeah, you're in the forest. There's tons of trees. Great. Uh, I'm going to climb up with Leah, still on my uh, back. Athletics get... check. Oh, it's not you're, the you're climbing best. a tree. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um. Hmm. Okay, okay, okay. A ten. A ten. Yeah. You get about five feet up a tree, and it's still, it's kind of slick, and you just slide back to the ground. Wait, I have a 20-foot climbing speed. Do I? Let me... Yes, as a tabaxi, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So can I get at least 20 feet up? Yeah, you can get 20 feet up. There's a branch uh, about another 10 feet up. Great. So if you want to reach for it, I will need an athletics check. Or acrobatics mm -hmm. for you to jump up and grab it. Oh yeah, definitely acrobatics. I'm gonna use my big boy. Oh, you failed me, big boy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's not horrible, but it's not great. Okay. Um, oh, 16. 16. You, you plant your feet into the tree and jump up. Mm -hmm. And you grab it on one hand. And your second mm -hmm. hand kind of misses wildly, and you're just hanging by one hand. Uh, I need oh. a strength saving throw. Oh. Come on, big boy. Oh, that's much better. Oh, but I don't have a bonus. I'm um, 13. 13. Yeah. And you pull yourself and Leah up on this branch. You're now about 35 feet up <sighs> in the air into this tree. Great. <sighs> Hiding. Alright, yeah, the zombies are just on the ground eating a couple just of elves. Hide. Okay. <coughs> we could outrun them. Eclipse. We could totally outrun them. Yes, but how? Uh, they're in the middle of the path. They're in the clearing. There's still forest all around the sides. If you know these if you know this area better than I do, maybe you should lead the way. No offense, but it was a bit of a struggle getting us both up here. Would... If Leah would, like... Because I haven't really used Wild Shape before. Mm -hmm. If she would, like, Wild Shape into, like, a... Bear or something, could Eclipse ride on her and be faster than just Eclipse alone? Probably not. Bears aren't okay. super fast. Okay. And Eclipse is still faster than a bear. Can you shape into anything that flies? Unfortunately, I haven't been. You wouldn't have seen any flying creatures while you lived down here, unfortunately. And I need to check to see if you actually have access to flying creatures at level 10. I think flight happens at like level 8. 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Boom. Uh, yeah, uh, flying is at level 8. And you can only druid shape now into a max CR1 creature. Because you are not served with the moon. So I could, like, wild shape into a giant eagle and just... with eclipse? Yeah, essentially, yeah. Eclipse, are you okay to be carried for a little while? Um... Yeah, sure. I mean, and it have been running a while. Leah's going to wild shape into a giant eagle and just start flying with like picking up eclipse okay. and towns and flying so you, over everything. Your, eagle! As you use your wild shape, the trees that you're in displaces. There's like sounds of. What a woody mushroom would sound like as it's like breaking apart and a giant eagle forms, snatches Eclipse up in one of the talons, and just keeps flying. Noose and everybody else hears the sound of a tree crashing maybe a couple hundred yards away. Just... And that is when the rest of the party approaches the clearing. It sees a felled tree and a bunch of zombies and gas kind of looking towards it, like... <laughs> and you guys are currently uh, on the side, you can't be seen, but they're like, looking at the tree that just fell. When we look at the trees, there would, for instance, her taking on that shape leave perhaps any talon marks or anything on the surrounding area that might give me a clue as to what happened? You wouldn't know she turned into a giant eagle, though. Exactly, um, but I'm just, that, that's why I'm asking, like, how, and if there was anything left. Based on where she was in the tree and where it had fallen, you would have to get basically where the zombies are to see anything substantial. Because where she was, the tree fell forward and is way too far away from you guys. Guys, where'd they go? Uh, based on my amazing investigative skills... Uh, I'd say that way. And the zombies kind of shuffle back towards the elk and keep eating them. Are we just going to make a run for it? Yeah, let's go. If any of them get drawn to us, uh, I can use one of my one of my little skills I got in my back pocket. Alright, I can also just use this and I hold up cold snap. Oh, uh, and I got this now. Just an ice, an ice snap. <laughs> Cold oh, buddies on Monkfish's back. Yeah, last week Ogden killed all the bullywogs with one cone of cold. Yeah, just pull it out. Look what I've, look what I've got. <laughs> uh oh. All right, let's go, guys. All right. Look what I've yeah, got. You, you start running around them. <laughs> Alright, everybody who's trying to run past the undead, give me a stealth check. Okay. I'm more trying to uh, just like outrun. Like, I'm not trying to sneak past okay, them. I'm just cool. trying to blitz past them. Alright, you blitz past them. They all just kind of turn their heads to you like. <clears throat> and yeah, they're covered in all the same mushrooms on the Froggy Myth. Okay. The zombies are going to take the shamble after you. The ghasts are a little quicker, but they can't keep up. Okay. So they get to the edge of the clearing and they give up. And you and Noose are. <laughs> Blech. And Monkfish is like, zombies, watch this. 
he runs into the clearing, <laughs> right at one of the zombies, and he's gonna pole vault over it. Not pole vault, he's gonna like, grab by the head and just <laughs> leap over it. And keeps running. Batting? Nah, fuck it. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Ooh! That's what you get for being flashy. That's a, Am I still on his back? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> an 11. <laughs> no, it's 12. <laughs> Drops to his knees for a second. Gets up. Nope. <laughs> just as, as like, you, Scott, Leah, and just, I were at risk. Just, just as one of these gases, like, <laughs> and narrowly slashes at Ogden's back. Narrowly misses Ogden with a slash. A paralyzing slash, too. And, yeah. <laughs> He's just, go fuck, go fuck, go fuck, go fuck. <laughs> And, and I pull the back of my robes and my bottom up just at the end, just ooh. <laughs> and yeah, you guys get past the clearing. Uh, Eclipse and Leah, you're flying over a village, and Leah, you actually don't have much room to continue your flying because the trees and everything. You're basically flying through trees, like. <laughs> What's up? Good question, Justin. Are we within a mile? You are. Okay. As soon as we get within that mile. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ash is going to start concentrating and like having to have uh, Ogden do the navigating. Mm -hmm. He's going to concentrate on casting clairvoyance at the location where we're going. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. You, using his uh, class. Yeah, sweet. Um, so yeah, uh, Leah, Eclipse, you guys are flying into Blade Grove now, but Leah, there's not much room for you to fly. So you, know, you probably have to land. And... She yeah, she's gonna land where she can. Yep. Like gently put a clips down, mm -hmm. and then drop out of her wild shape. All right. <clears throat> a ruined and ruined <sighs> signpost lies nearby, welcoming welcoming you to Blightgrove. It looks like it had one been, once been a hub of activity and commerce, and now appears to be a ghost town. Derelict and rotting wooden buildings carved into the trees appear half sunk into the muddy, decaying ground and the whole area reeks of decay and death. In the distance, you see an inn called the Mossy Stone, and the building's roof has collapsed into itself, and the back half of the building appears completely submerged by the mud. Leah, the last time you were here, Blightgrove was bustling. You met numerous folks during your time under Lexi's tutelage, and now it's void, devoid of all life. Something happened here, and judging by the look of things, possibly recent in the last two years or so. Leah's making like a beeline towards the Mossy Stone Grove, Mossy Stone Inn, because that's where Lexi said she was. Okay. Henry. Um, oh, sorry. What's up? Uh, can I? Uh, as I'm following Leah, can I like peek into a few of the buildings to see if there's any signs of recent life? Uh, you look through the and you, see, you don't see anything. Lots of moss okay. and mushrooms growing over everything. Almost like uh, the forests and swamps are kind of taking it back. Um, yeah, I'm just going to follow Leah the rest of right. the uh, Eventually, uh, you guys get to the, uh, the second half of the group gets to uh, Light Grove. This, the ruined signpost and see this decaying ghost town-like village. Okay. Um, through the sensor that I've produced that I produced through clairvoyance, mm -hmm. can I see Eclipse and Leah? Yes. You see them approaching okay. a building called the Mossy Stone Inn. Okay. 
I'm going to keep that up, at, or at least for the next 10 minutes as we approach, mm-hmm. uh, as long as I can, and just keep it up so I can keep an eye on it. It also is, it's not like just a sensor, it's actually one of my ancestors' spirits flies over there and turns invisible and just hangs out. I'm going to have some fun with this one. You want to see what the spirit looks like? And then it kind of flies off in that direction. Okay. Yeah, I suppose because it takes ten minutes to cast. Like as we're going, yeah, yeah. Ash is like mm-hmm. focusing and concentrating. Then like gradually, the image of one of his ancestors just like coalesces and like detaches from it, and then just zooms off. All right, and you chase after the spirit, um, Aaliyah and Eclipse. You guys find the mossy stone. In, do you go inside? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. This two-floor building is nearly reclaimed by the earth itself. The floor has rotted away in sections, revealing patches of wet, muddy ground where small clusters of mushrooms have begun to grow. And that's when a smell hits you. And you see mossy structures growing up out from the tables and the bar counter. Upon closer inspection, you notice that these clusters of moss are actually growing out of the corpses of dead humanoids. A collection of humans, elves, dwarves, halflings, and gnomes alike. Most of these corpses are still sitting upright at their tables, the fungus and moss, keeping the integrity and structure of their body intact and upright. Other corpses have slumped over at tables and the bar. A set of stairs ascend upwards to the second floor, but the stairs have completely collapsed, and there's a massive hole in the ceiling where the roof caved in and took up the stairs. Nearby lies a door that is covered in moss and fungus spores that reads Wine Cellar. Across it, oh yeah, it reads Wine Cellar across it, the lettering mostly faded away. And behind the bar is a large, muscular human male whose head has mostly rotted away, with fungus growing out from where the head used to be, the corpse still standing upright. And you... <coughs> and a cough comes from the bar counter, and you see one of the piles of moss and mushrooms move. It appears to be a slightly elderly woman with white hair, her skin extremely pale with black ooze seeping from her mouth and eyes. A crown of blue mushrooms, similar to Leah's, erupting from her head, as well as other mushrooms bursting out from cracks in her skin. And she just says, Leah, is that you? Leah runs over so she can, like, see like see her face. She's just like, mm-hmm. Lexi? Yes. What happened? The plague. I'm going to stand nearby so I can hear like latter parts of their conversation, but I got, I'm going to keep my eyes on the front door waiting for the others. Okay. Um, they'd show up at this moment, Ash at the door, mm-hmm. <laughs> standing there as, a, as an ancestral guardian, and it's uh, Daddy Monsoza. Manfred. Ooh, I, be- I believe they should be, in- they are invisible, though. Oh. Yeah, the sensor is unseen. Okay, never mind. You don't see who it is then. Okay. Yeah. You get to Actually, and I leave. I leave him like outside, like out in okay. the middle of all the buildings and everything. Sure. Yeah, you all get there. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna give him like a bit, like this, so that Leah can have her moment. And you guys see Leah kind of kneeling by a moss-covered body at the counter. When did this start happening? Two years ago. Why didn't you try to contact me? I did. You weren't here. You were on a different plane. Oh. Leah just like, just like internally is just like, 
shit. And she coughs, and more of this black ichor just comes up and splats on the floor. Just <laughs> Do you know if it's reversible? I don't know. We tried healing the others, but nothing works. They turned into undead with... With the... The healers outside of the city work. With the resurrection rod. Your rod, we found it. Why did we find your rod at the spring? I don't know. I don't remember a lot. I went to the life spring. With some other druids. And we got attacked by a massive abomination that lived in the spring. It killed the others. A few of us got away. I must have dropped it in a panic and then I noticed this happening and she points to all the mushrooms and moss growing out of her body. Are you stuck here? I think so. Has anyone else come by? No. Well, there was a figure. Who? It, it was very tall, armor, covered in spikes, and moved, traveled with a flaming horse. He's was been this... here for... A while I was able to communicate with you I, 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 I left my body for a moment to speak with you that's how I saw that figure I think he wants the heart but that means we all die yeah Which wouldn't be a bad thing for me right now. I've seen what these mush this this plague turns people into. I've logged some of them in the basement, in the cellar. Until a cure is found. She coughs again, a little more violent this time. Like, <coughs> oh, you have friends. <laughs> I wouldn't call them friends, but They've been quite good to me, Lexi. Mm. I've been trying. Do you really think there's a cure after all this time? There has to be. Are the ones in the basement still still alive? They're, they've been claimed. They're feral now, I think. I can hear them snarling. Sometimes. And she coughs again, a little more violently this time. More of the ichor kind of oozing out of her eyes and her nose and her mouth. Hey, hey, it's okay. It's okay. Hey. Uh, 
One second. And she goes still. Lexi? And then she comes back. The fungal lich's heart. It's corrupted. With what? Fiends. Are here to steal it. They want to... I overheard. Weaponizing the plague. That's down here. In the world oh, above. No. When you oh. have time, go to the Lycan Den. Please. I can't leave you like this, Lexi. There's nothing you can do, child. Do you have my rod with you? She looks over towards Noose. Like, I don't, but he does. Take it. And do what I did with it. You remember what I did to your sweet little... <laughs> and she coughs again. She's gonna go over to Noose yeah. and like put her hand out, be like the rod. I can bring people back, you know that? I got like those spells. Don't need to like use the rod. Noose. Give it to her. <sighs> that doesn't make any sense, but okay. When Noose says that, Lexi smacks him across the face. You're Leah. I mean Leah, my bad. I'm gonna get between Noose and Leah. Yeah, I'll put a foot between those two cats. Okay. Yeah, I know you're team. I know how it feels. So please let me, let's just take this calmly and no one needs to get hurt. All right? All right, Captain, let's go. Uh, let's go over to the quarrel. Let's just shadow box and just sing our favorite songs. What we're going to do. I'm doing you not box. helping. No, we're, no, I'm taking him away. We're going away. We're going to shadow box in the corner. Shadow Ash is just staring off into space <laughs> in no particular direction. Like, all right, I can hear that something's going on in here, but I can't see shit, so sorry if I'm not exactly interacting. Grump? You guys watch Grump kind of tying Ash's boots together. I'm watching outside just in case we're interrupted, oh, just making sure. I don't get what's going on, because I can just bring people back, and it's like... I mean, we should save this rod, right? I mean, if I'm reading it right, or if I'm, if you, uh, what you ca- told me, ca- about ca- it, right? Captain, what? Uh, with respect, it's not about understanding. It doesn't belong to us, and uh, frankly, it, it belongs to Lexi anyway. 
So if the whole rod is returning back to it, I think uh, giving someone their property back is an absolutely admirable thing. And it's not about understanding. This is about uh, feeling and uh, emotionally uh, allowing your crew the resources they've been given. I mean, we have all this... St- I, I, I still don't get it, but here, you can give it to her. I just... I just can't. She's on... I don't get it. Cool. Uh, we'll work on those uh, tight harmonies when I come back, okay? All right. Cool. Uh, take half a step because of my long legs. Just... Oh, whoops. Ah. Uh, Leah, yeah, uh... And Thank uh you. well and we've got your back anytime you need it. Leah goes back towards Lexi. Mm-hmm. She also pulls out that like dagger that she grabbed from the uh the counter okay. from that guy. Yeah, She's yeah. just like, Lexi, do you know what this is by chance? No. thought it was worth asking. It looks like her eyelids are getting a little heavy now. Do you want me? Do you want me to kill you so I can bring you back? Without the disease, it'll at least buy you more time. She thinks for a moment. If my circle's to end, then it's to end. I will find the cure for you. Unfortunately, I I think I'm a little too late for that. Do you want me to enter Sir Colexi? So you don't have to suffer. Monkfish is going to lean into Eclipse. And just kind of whisper. Uh, 
and we should let her have a moment. This feels wrong, just kind of watching. Agreed. I'm gonna put a hand on, reassuring hand on Leah's shoulder, and then turn to everyone and start heading out. Okay. As you see Eclipse, we'll just walk out. Uh, 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 Monkfish, Ogden, somebody, can you help me uh, make my way out? Yeah, yeah. Monkfish kind of scoops you up under the arm. All right. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot. They rubbed like your boots together. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, sorry, Ash. Unties them real quick. Uh huh. Uh huh. Way to read the room, jackass. Yeah. Taking a mental note. Get up and then walk out. Walk out with monkfish, still keeping an eye out through the clairvoyance. Okay. Um, Ogden and News, do you guys leave? Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, uh, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, uh, if you, uh, you have a special memory, uh, that you'd like, uh, I can make that happen for you. Just, just, uh, anytime you need that, um, or if you just need a friend, uh, let me know. Thank you, Ogden. Uh, yeah, and then I uh, back up slowly and stop at the door. Is a double check? And I'm out, yeah. Okay. What about news? Like, well, what is it, Noose? I mean, I know I haven't shown my abilities very much in our time together, but like, I'm a cleric, I can like heal people, I have spells that help with this type of thing. She said she hasn't been able to find a cure noose. Pretty sure that's one of the first things they would have tried. And she said she doesn't want to come back. Oh, yeah, that makes a big difference. I'm really sorry. And he's just going to heel pivot and just stiffly walk out the door. Okay. So yeah, Leah, and you're alone with Lexi. So is she like sitting at the bar? She's kind of slumped up on the ground against the bar. Okay. Yeah. So she's basically face to face with you now. Mm -hmm. Leah's just gonna like sit next to her. Okay. And she's just like. She just like, kind of like, p 
puts her head on her shoulder. Okay. And it's just like, thank you. Thank you for showing me I could be my own person. And thank you for believing in me when no one would, Lexi. And thank you for everything. You are the best person. You are the mom anyone would ever want. The one I should have had. And you deserve peace. I love you. And she's going to take that dagger that she had and she's going to like stab Lexi in the heart. Just like, and I miss you. Sleep sweet, Lexi. And she's just going to put her arms around her and just start bawling. Okay. She doesn't gasp or anything when you do it. Almost like the plague that had taken her had kind of taken away all feeling. And as the life starts to fade, she kisses you on the forehead. And just says, You'll be wonderful. And closes her eyes. And that's where we're going to go take a break real quick. So we'll see you all back here in five, ten minutes. Wow. Welcome back, everybody, to Beneath the Tide, episode 50. Um, so yeah, you guys are all sitting outside, Leah. You're just sitting there with Lexi. And her eyes are just closed. She's just sitting next to her and just like, I need to give you a proper resting place. And she's just gonna try to start dragging the body out the door. Okay. I'm gonna check inside because like it's been quiet for a while. And I'm just gonna notice her doing this. Yeah, you see Leah dragging the body of uh, Lexi. And just give her a hand with it. Okay. Uh... Monkfish will come in too and like, ah, oh, here. I can carry her if you'd like. Thank you, Monkfish. I'd appreciate that. Yeah, no worries. I'm immune to all this shit anyway. And picks her up. I have a request of you all, if you wouldn't mind. Of course. Do you think a bit of a walk, but do you think we could go back to the by the Trondlewood? I'd like to bury her next to my cat there. That's where all this started, and the circle is complete, and I feel like that is where it should end. Uh, yes. We can, we'll go with you. Yeah. Thank you. Um, is that a graveyard? No, the Chandlewood is where I lived, Noose. Okay. I haven't been back for quite some time. Yeah, if everyone else is okay with it. Well, then we'd better stop moving if there's no objections. 
Mm. Leah will start leading the way then. Okay. Monkfish follows, carrying Lexi. Eclipse is following. Okay. Ash hangs in the back but follows after. Okay. Grumple. Waddle along. And pushing east through the forest, it seems to get slightly more dense and darker. I already read that part. Uh, so yeah, so back into the dark area of the forest. You guys pass the path that leads towards the life spring and go the opposite direction. And um, you see numerous craters that have been erupted from the earth, blood and strange ichor spattered across the landscape. It looks like something had been like bursting out of the ground and attacking things and then pulling them into the ground. Um, based on the level of you guys, you would know these are the telltale signs of a bullet. Uh oh. But the holes and craters seem old. Almost like hasn't lived in here for quite some time. Still, if anyone wants to tread cautiously, you may. Um, uh, I definitely am. Okay, so anyone who wants to tread cautiously, give me stealth checks. Hey, if anybody's, uh, hmm. <laughs> thinking about creating water, and then we just walk on top of the water <laughs> so that there's no tremors. Um, Eclipse got a 23. Uh, Ogden got a 17. Okay. Leah got a 17. Okay. Ash is not attempting to move subtly, but is moving at a significant, significant distance back away from everybody. Like, he hangs back when he sees everyone moving stealthily and just doesn't, but, like, hangs okay. back significantly. News will see that, and then he'll do blessing uh, of the Twixter to give you advantage on your stealth check. Okay. I say to uh, Monkfish, what do you say, big cat? You want to pay back on that piggyback ride? <laughs> Doesn't hear, because you still have some mind to stop listening to that. Oh, well, then I just look at him. Fine, get on. He nods. Sure. <laughs> 20, 27 for a stealth check. So I'm grunting and he just puts his paw over my mouth? Yeah, just... No. <laughs> he's, he's on my back. Alright, and Noose and Ash, you guys eventually get to the craters. He's rolled a two. Okay. Nothing happens. And you guys pass through the craters. And built in and around 
the towering stalks of mushrooms are buildings carved into the base of the more hardy and woodier mushrooms. Small, comfortable, and quaint little residences dot the area, and you can tell at one point in time this had been a small village, a comfortable village. In the center of the village is a fountain that has long since dried up and become taken over by the same fungus and moss that has covered everything else. The buildings sit alone and vacant, not a soul around, an eerie silence surrounding everything. There's a rumble of movement nearby, like a tremor, but then silence once more. Lexi's going to <clears throat> keep walking Leo's going to Too many L's. <sighs> this episode is a real L. <laughs> Leah's going to walk forward mm -hmm. and she's going to go to where her house used to be. Sure. And she knew she buried her cat low on like the edge of the forest behind her house so she's gonna try to see if like the marker is still there and all that when we hear that tremor again and then get it closer and closer what sounds like digging and grunting <laughs> Do you continue forward? Leah's gonna continue forward. She's just kind of gripping her staff in her okay. hand. Okay. Oof. Um, so you see the home, but where the markers are, there's a large sort of figure hunked, hunkered like over the markers digging into the earth um, as if it's almost looking for food um, the creature is about 10 feet tall maybe a little more green flesh covered in pustules and sores and a very potent stink is emanating from this giant-esque creature. It has a hooked nose, long greasy shoulder-length black hair, looks very similar to the troll you all saw in the jungles of Red Dove on your way to the volcano. You all see this rock troll kind of digging or attempting to dig into the graves. Lexi is hella pissed, or Leah's hella pissed, and she's just gonna cast Blight at fifth level at this thing. Okay. Alright, go for it. It doesn't see you, so. Uh, it's this. It's a con fifteen save. Yeah. All right. 
Something tells me this thing has a massive con save. Does blight necrotic damage? Uh, I think it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Alright. Doesn't, doesn't even need to make this save. It is immune to necrotic damage. So you cast a fifth level blight on the troll. And it goes... <laughs> stands up. Turns around and sees all of you. Sort of standing there. Noose and Ash probably still behind. Yeah, we roll initiative. Chill out. Alright. Everybody roll initiative? Yeah. But when the thing turns around, Lee is just like, find better food elsewhere, you bitch. Clips, what did you get? A natural 20 for 27? 28? 28. 28, nice. Uh, uh, it's a natural 20 for Icarus. <laughs> okay. So that's a 21 overall. Yep. And uh, Ogden got a 5. 5. Mm -hmm. Alright. Um, shit, I don't have Icarus in the combat tracker. I'll do that in the add-on. What's Icarus's armor class again? Uh, Icarus's armor class, I think. I don't need to know. I'll um, find it. Yeah, you yeah. You got yeah. a twenty-one for initiative. Uh, yeah, you got a twenty-one for initiative. Cool. What did Leah get? Nineteen. Nineteen. Uh, for the guys that are going to be showing up in a minute, New Snash. What'd you guys get? Uh, eighteen. Eighteen. Noose. Natural one. Plus anything. So plus four, so five. five, same as Ogden, but yeah, yeah. Musical first, yeah. Even though it was a natural one, which is weird. Okay. So uh, immediately at the start, Eclipse, you see this massive troll stand up maybe twenty feet away, digging into these graves, and it stands up and turns around. And, and yeah, Leah throws a blade at it, doesn't do anything, and it just mm -hmm. turns around and lets it a bellowing. <laughs> um, does it have similar mushrooms to the beast we fought yesterday? Okay. Not. Cool. Then in that case, I am going to um, yeah, I'm just gonna straight out full out attack it. Okay. So you rush into <laughs> it? Yep. Nice. Short sword. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's the wrong page. Uh, so many things. Um, that's a uh, fifteen to hit. <laughs> it blocks the hit with one of its arms. Okay. Um, and then bonus action. Okay. With the, with the dagger. And you have dual wielder now as a feat, so. And bam. Natural 20. Nice. Max damage plus roll damage. And sneak attack because a dual wielder, I yeah. think. And because I'm level 10 now, it's 5d6. Yeah, and sneak attack is also doubled. Mm hmm. So, so that's, yeah. Um, Blocks your first strike and you bring the dagger up. 30, 34 plus. 
Ooh, pretty good. 34 plus 10, 20, so 40, 54. Total damage. Plus, have my bonus, plus six. So 60 damage. 60 total damage. 60 total damage yeah, in one hit. Fuck yeah. So. That's a level 10 rogue. Damn. Fuck. Okay, you guys watch this eclipse. It blocks the first hit from eclipse, then does like a swirling, like a twirl of the of her dagger, like Arya style mm -hmm. against. As you say, spoilers. drops it. Um, yeah. Grabs it. And just jams it up into the troll's belly, and it just goes. And I also like run it to the side. Yeah, and kind of half like eviscerated, and it's one of its little entrails pops out, just. And then backflip back to the group. Okay. And it hasn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never mind. You're fine. Swashbuckler. Yeah. You did notice that you it had an overwhelming stench when you were near it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that'll Ooh. bring it to Icarus. Uh, he's gonna fly in mm -hmm. and scream right in its face and then fly out and uh, give the help action to uh, Ash. Sounds good. Ah, fuck you! Oh fuck, yeah, brother! Fuck you, brother! Yeah. <laughs> that'll bring and it to the rot troll. Yeah. No one gets affected by the rancid degeneration, though, because it's <clears> within five feet. So it's going to race forward. <clears throat> and make all three attacks against Eclipse. Oh, okay. Good thing my AC went up by one. Uh, oh! <laughs> Jeremy, Is this karma? Jeremy, if you're in chat, Garrett and I... Love to thank you for these dice towers. These dice towers. These dice towers. They're so good. That's a natural 20. Oh, for the bite attack. A bitch. Yeah. All right, um, bring it on. Okay, so. So for piercing damage, because there is there is uh, a product to this, you take 18 points of piercing damage. Uh-huh. And since the necrotic is also crit, you take 48 points of necrotic damage. Holy shit. Oh, I'm... That did a whopping. So it bites down on you, and then as it's like chewing into your shoulder, it's going to use its two free hands and kind of grab you around the waist and dig its claws into you and make two uh, claw attacks. Uh, you can do your... Whatever it is to have that damage, if you want, obviously. Uh, oh yeah, no, I'm yeah. gonna uncanny dodge the necrotic damage. Yeah, yeah. So it's so, uh, what fuck? What I say it was twenty four. Yeah, so it's twenty four instead. Yep. Yeah, I forgot that was a thing. Thank yep. you for reminding me. No worries. Uh, and then the claw attack that is a twenty five to hit. 
Hits. Uh, that's 14 slashing damage. Okay. And 9 necrotic damage. So it just tss, tss, digs its claws into your left side, and then its other free hand is going to claw you for a third attack. Oh, uh, that is only a... Or, maybe that might hit, actually. Only. Sorry. I don't know why I said only. That's an 18 to hit. Fuck, that's my AC. Okay. Uh, my math is so bad. 12 slashing damage. And 10 necrotic damage. Just I'm down. Okay. So just... And Eclipse just... Unconscious. Wait. Shit. Oh, I haven't gone yet. I'm not raging. Never mind. I can't do anything. I can't do that. That'll bring it to Leah. Oh, sorry. At the end of the troll's turn, this happens. Uh, so Leah, Eclipse, Ogden... Not Acrisis versus flying around. Uh, Leah, Eclipse, and Ogden each take 12 necrotic damage from the Rancid Degeneration, because that happens at the end of its turn. Dang. So, Eclipse, you take a death save fail from that. As this Rancid Cloud of Stink just fills the area, and you each take 12 necrotic damage. Bringing it to Leah. Leah, just kind of like looking at what he did to Eclipse, mm -hmm. looking towards like the dug up grave, kind of like glance it back to Lexi. Yep. She's just like pissed. And she's going to. Just re remember, immune to necrotic damage. Necrotic, yeah. Ah. So I make sure this doesn't kill any. How far is Eclipse from this thing? Five feet. Never mind. I was gonna do call lightning, but I'm like, nope. Nope, that would, that would be bad. <laughs> nope. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. As long um, as it's just a saving throw, I only take one failed death save. <laughs> yeah, I think it would also affect all the other people standing in front of it, which is Ogden. Uh. All oh, five feet. Uh oh. Oh no. Uh. That's not chaotic. Oh. I love Leah to bits, but this is such a bad situation. <laughs> Remember, you have Shillelagh. I do, mm -hmm. and I guess I could just try to beat the crap out of it. <laughs> well, she's rage. She's hella pit. She's just rage. <laughs> Can Leah have like a one-time rage? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's called your wild shape ability. You do, yeah, you do <laughs> shit. Uh, da, 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 da. You... <laughs> Fuck it. 
Let's just wild shape it to a T-Rex. Yeah. Oh, motherfucking T-Rex! Wait, I don't think well, I did it last time, remember? That was Pauline. Well, well wait, hey, but it's... Oh, no, yeah, it has to be a CR1 or lower. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't do... You can't polymorph yeah. into a T-Rex. You can polymorph into a T-Rex. Is that going to be worth it, though? Because then you have to wait another turn. Turn to do something. Yeah. You know what? She's just going to bonus action shillelagh. Okay. And... She's just gonna go with her Galatia staff, and she's just gonna try to freaking hit this thing. Go for it. She's just mad. <laughs> she okay. ain't rational. She's just three feet of straight up rage. <laughs> Twenty-one. Twenty-one hits. Just... <laughs> oh yeah. Nice. That's my little druid and girl. She's going to expend a charge. On the staff to do uh, vampiric strike. Nice. I think that's also necrotic, though. Ah, uh, but it. Um, when it hits it, she gets the hit points back. But is it damage taken? Uh, is it necrotic? To the damage dealt by the weapon equals so, to yeah. the damage dealt. And by it's, the weapon. I think it's necrotic with vampiric strike. It actually doesn't say anything specific about necrotic. Okay, cool. Then it's not necrotic damage. Cool. Wait. So yeah. that's gonna be. I roll. Do I, I roll shillelagh damage for that? Yes. Good. So seven, eight, nine. So it's gonna take ten damage. Okay, and you heal by 10. And I heal by 10. Yep. Plus. He's... <laughs> it's like... <laughs> Anything else? Bonus action, uh... action to attack. Uh... Um... I don't think you have anything else to do. No, but if it's gonna... No, because it's done its turn. Yep. So she's she's just going to stay there. Okay. That'll bring it to Ash. You feel like you have advantage on your first attack because of Icarus just oh, yeah. shouting in this thing's face. Alright. Um, can I get to it? Oh, yeah. Alright. Ash is going to rage and charge. Sure. So, first attack with advantage... Thing I have advantage that went from a five to a seventeen, so that is a uh, twenty-eight to hit. Twenty-eight does hit. You just rush forward and slam whichever trident you're using into this thing. Or Weaver Pike. Yeah, Pike. For maximum damage, that is twenty points of damage. Nice. Right <laughs> in its open wound that it has in its belly, and more of its like gelatinous. Bodily fluids spill out. All right, and then I'm gonna yank it out and spin around and strike with it again. Yeah, that is a 25 to hit. That definitely Change is. me. Four, 18 points of damage on the second attack. Nice. It's starting to look not real good. All right, and that's all I got. Okay. Bring it to monkfish. He's going to race up to it. 
and go for some unarmed strikes. Uh, 28 to hit on his first one, so he just runs up, boom, right in the troll taint. Uh, 10 bludgeoning damage. He's going to make another arm strike. As it's like, buckles down, he's going to swing up and go for an uppercut. Uh, that's a 19 to hit, 10 plus 9. That is 7 bludgeoning damage, whack. As his two attacks, he's going to then spend a key point... Ooh. Monks are fun. Yeah, they are. And do flurry of blows for two more arm strikes. Just and then, boom, boom, right in the face. Uh, eighteen. That hits. That's ten bludgeoning damage. The troll like drops to its knees, and then he's gonna jump in the air and do a spin kick to its face. That's final arm strike. Hits. Seven. <laughs> How do I want to do this? <laughs> uh, in the air and just spin kicks it and snaps its neck and it just <laughs> drops to the ground. That's the end of combat. Eclipse is unconscious. <laughs> Uh, medic. Yeah, Nuce is gonna head over there and use the healer's kit. Okay. And you get. Hmm, that's good. Uh, nineteen. HP. Nice. Thank you very much. And this goes over to her, gets a little bit of alcohol and some bandages, uh, splashes their face. Did I kill it? Yeah, you did. <laughs> you did a great job. Yeah, it was all you. While Noose is tending to Eclipse, Lee is just by the rock troll with her staff, just beating it over and over again. Like, no, no, full willing no, it's dead, but she's just pissed off. Yeah, Noose is gonna, Noose is gonna turn her into a T-Rex. Let her have fun. <laughs> okay, Leah, you turn into a T-Rex, I don't know where. Esha's just leaning on the pike next to her, watching her do that, and then she t turns the T-Rex, he just like, takes three really big steps backwards, and then goes back just leaning and watching. Monkfish just scoops a clips up and gets back. Leah just like takes the with like the in the T-Rex's mouth just chomps on the troll and just starts ripping it to sh like a dog would have with yeah. a chew toy and just starts like shreds. <laughs> yeah. So you guys just see pieces of troll raining all around the uh, backyard of this home. Ash would like to rummage around in his pack as this is happening. Yeah. Find the oh, yeah. two-year-old paper <laughs> rainbow or the two-year-old rainbow parasol from yeah. Silger. Yeah, yeah. And just <laughs> Yeah, there's bits of rock troll just start raining around. It smells like a stink bomb mixed with wet rotting meat just raining all around. 
Caleb, you know you're muted, right? I was, as you were saying that, all I could think was I was going to just bump Ash and be like, where's your parasol? <laughs> uh, Monkfish is going to use his... What is he going to do? He's going to use a key point. <laughs> nah, that'd be a waste. He's going to cast Prestidigitation and just try not to make the area smell like shit. He's going to make it smell like catnip uh so question yeah is new seeing any materials usable give me a medicine check because it's being thing. torn apart yeah is there anything big enough to use oh, as God. a material component uh that is a 26 17 on the dice so Chunks of meat everywhere. Take your pick. Uh, does Noose know anything about trolls? Not about rot trolls specifically. You would know that most trolls are extremely vulnerable to fire damage. Uh, but mm -hmm. rot trolls, you don't know much about them. Okay. They are not vulnerable to fire damage, though. Okay. Do... Okay. But um, would I know that it being a troll, it would likely have healing properties? It does not. This okay. one doesn't. This one, you can tell probably based on its rot, that its rot basically prevents it from having any magical abilities or anything. Okay. Uh, yeah, if, if news can find, like, in organ, you can pick which one. Well, he'll just take an organ and get creative with it. <laughs> no, I don't want to be crass and rude. Um, hey, fuck it. Come on. You found you find a rock troll scrotum intact with testicles. This is like, what is this used for? <laughs> and it reeks. All of the rock trolls stink. It's like an unbearable stench, even for noose. It's like the yellow guy in Sin City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is just like jangling it around. Like, what the heck? All right. One of them <laughs> pops out of the sack and just dangles there. Oh. Yeah. Mm. He just puts it in a wrap. And it's just... That's probably good eating. Really? <laughs> good no, eat, that's boys. a joke. It was a pipshit joke. Don't eat it. And, uh, yeah, you're at the grave site. The graves haven't been that dug up. Like they're still, the bodies are still covered and everything. Uh, and yeah, Lexi's body is just kind of laying there nearby. Lexi's still. I mean, Leah's still in T-Rex form, right? Correct. Still ripping apart this rock troll. So once she's like, kind of like had enough that like she's just like, okay, she's going to kind of like try to dig up a spot next to her cat. Yeah. In T-Rex form, trying to make this easier to fit the body. Since you're T-Rex, I'm assuming you're using your head because yeah. T-Rex have little tiny arms. Alright. Yeah, there are the claws. massive claw feet. Yeah, yeah you yeah. can easily dig up a hole. And then she's going to... Would she be able to end being a T-Rex or does Noose have to do that? I think Noose has to. Yeah. 
You could just look at me and I could probably, I have pretty good insight. I could probably figure it out. Oh, she's just going to use her telepathy on Noose because she can still use it. Yeah, like, true. Although T-Rex couldn't reach us. <laughs> I have a big head. You can still use telepathy. Yeah, yeah. His yeah, so, plan yeah. was well thought out. <laughs> yeah, you can still use telepathy. Noose, would you mind turning me back? He just doesn't even respond and just lets it drop. He's still messing around in the guts. Yeah. That round got fucked up. Yeah, that wasn't even one round. Yeah, so they do have like eight, seven people in the party. Yeah, so. right now. Uh, yeah, Leah, so you drop back into your little halfling form. Leah goes over to where Lexi's like laying down. She just is dragging the body over to where she dug the little grave. Oh. Yep. Sorry, I almost played True Survivor from Kung Fury. Um, yes, you bring the body over to the grave. She puts her in there best she can, and she just kind of like sitting at the edge of it, just looking down, and is just like. I'm sorry I wasn't there when you called for me, Lexi. I'm so sorry. I should have been there. I didn't know, and I wish I would have known. I promise I will try and fix things. I know you were always telling me don't end circles in anger, but you're not here to give me that grief right now, so I will do whatever I can to stop this plague from spreading, because that's what she would have wanted. Whatever it takes. Grumps, gonna waddle up beside you, Leah. And say, Leah! Yes, Grump. News has been teaching me the ways of Pipshin, and I think I have a connection to Pipshin, and if you don't mind, I'd like to try a kind of ceremony for your friend here. All right, Grump. I'd be okay with that. He turns back to News. Can I get your help? Thank you. Uh, oh, which one are you doing? Oh, I'm trying to cast a spell called Ceremony. Why, why, but which, uh, oh, which ceremony? Oh, uh, funeral rite. Oh, yes. The funeral rites. Oh, Pipkin. Let us begin. And he <laughs> hops down into the crypt and into the grave. Because he has to touch the body. And he touches Leah, or touches Lexia. Even I do it then. <laughs> um, and casts ceremony. And for an hour, it's an hour casting to do it. And he touches her, and he's in the grave, and he's... Oh, Pipshin, guide us in this ceremony. And he's standing above the grave, is like... Would all those who wish to speak to this one's wife speak true of her and her intentions and experience and bless us all with her story? 
and as Noose and Grump work together to cast Ceremony and do the spell, Lexi's body is actually lifted out of the grave a little bit by vines that kind of entwirl around her body and lift her up into the air, maybe 20 feet out of the grave. And as her body starts to get wrapped up with these vines, little mushrooms start to grow from the vines. Strange mushrooms that you've never seen before. Uh, they're purple and they glow. And they shimmer like starlight almost inside. And then one by one they just kind of grow out and appear and cast this sort of shimmering effect and other strange plant life starts growing from it. Strange yet beautiful. Almost like these plants are being pulled from the Feywild in this ritual. And the vines sort of start to coalesce into this tree and sort of form a tree. And the tree is spouting just different weird mushrooms and flowers and other just assortments of fruits and things. For a moment, you swear you see a figure kind of sitting in the branches. You don't see much of, a, of the figure though, you just see maybe a hint of a smiling porcelain white mask in the bushes, in the, in the foliage of the tree. And, the, and that just sort of figure fades. And the tree forms. And Grom kind of nudges news. Now what? Uh, I think someone's supposed to say something. Oh. One of her friends. Lexi was amazing. She was one of the most kind individuals you could ever know. She was able to show me the ways of the Spore Druids, and that's something I will always have in my turn my debt for. And she taught me how to make friends. And I think I'm starting to consider you guys friends. She was able to bring my cat back and able to show me the world. She was incredible. She wasn't like me at all. Loved everybody and just saw the good in people. And she will be missed. But she only dies truly if we stop talking about her. And I will never stop talking about her. She will live on. Her circle will never completely end. It will be with me. And so we must spread the story of Lexi. Yes. Amen. And it was a three pie salute. Poo, poo, poo. Oh, 
and he fires the three pies straight up into the air, and who knows where they're gonna land. <laughs> Let's find out. <laughs> okay. The first pie on Ash's head. He's got his parasol up. So oh yeah, so on the parasol. <laughs> so Ash, you feel like, and this like just like a custard pie just drops off the side. Of all the magic items I have, this one's my favorite. <laughs> a pie lands on Eclipse's hat. Oh, it doesn't have that hat anymore. She got disintegrated. No, I have like the yeah pe- the really oh, long right. Peter Pan yeah, yeah, hat. Yeah, the yeah. big feather. Yeah, yeah, lands on to- on top of your hat. Just and the third and final pie. Eclipse. You take your hat off to dust the pie off, and another one just. <laughs> On top of your head. And does equips has been blessed by Pipshin yet again. And with new with with death and great sorrow brings new life. Equips. You shall present the next new wife. Me. I don't I don't even know what that means, Zeus. I don't know either. <laughs> Why'd you say it? And because that's the rules. As <laughs> them's the rules, them's I guess. The rules. As the ritual ends and the spell ends, Leo, you watch one of the fruits that are growing on the tree kind of bursts open, and a little robin flies out and kind of just flies and lands in one of the branches and just starts singing a melody. And then, Grump climbs up out of. Oh no! Fuck! Grump would have climbed out of the grave before that all happened, or he would have been. I'm in the tree. Um. He just turns to you, uh, Leah, and says, "For the next seven days, her body is safe, and she can't be turned into a zombie, unless somebody has a wish spell." But. Thank you, Grump. Yeah, I can't believe that worked, to be honest. You're more powerful than I think you know. Huh. He looks at Ash when Leah says that, just stares him in the eyes. And Leah's gonna go up to the tree and she's gonna hug it. Okay. Alright. Are any of like the uh, pieces of fruit or mushroom within her reach she could try to grab? Totally. So grab one. Okay. You pluck a apple off the tree. She's gonna put it in her bag for safekeeping. Alright. And she'll pluck one more off. Okay. You get another apple. And she's going to take a bite out of it. Alright. Tastes like an apple. She's just going to kind of like look at the tree and be like, another circle. I'll just keep munching on the apple. Okay. 
and your house um, is right there. Uh, oh, what's up? Flips. Uh, oh, I was just gonna keep an eye on Leah, make sure she's seeming to do all right after the funeral. Leah's gonna make sure that Lo and her parents' graves kind of like pat the dirt on, make sure it's still kind of more or less looking proper. Mm -hmm. And then she's gonna look at the group and be like, Next to the tree is Lo, who was my beloved cat. And next to Lo, was my father Otho and my mother. They were both wonderful clerics, Otho and Camellia. But they were unable to stop the plague here. I left. When Lo died, I ended up finding out that they killed her so I would become a cleric like them. But it didn't stop me. So I went out. I ran into Lexi. She helped me. And I became who I am. I came back years later to find that this plague was going around and I stayed with my parents until the end. And I buried them like they wanted. And I stayed and I stayed and soon each member of my clan had passed and I was the only one left. So... It's strange being back here, that's for sure. This used to be such a bustling town, and now it's quiet. No one else deserves to have this plague happen to them. We have to stop it, we really do. You it's have not fast, that's for sure. Do you have any ideas on how we can stop it? My parents were healers and they could never figure it out. I watched, I tried, nothing that I tried worked. I think that means we need to kill something. What if we ask Pipchin? You know, there are other gods. I know that I was possessed by one of them, but I'm sure the rest of them aren't terrible. News? You want to ask Pipshin? It's kind of private. Well, we can give you space. If we could go, the rest of us could go see my house, how it used to be while Noose is out here by the tree, if you want some privacy. Yeah. All right. And Can I stay? Sure, go on. Okay. Leah will start walking over to the house. Okay, it's unlocked. She's going to walk in and see what's still left around. All right. Um, seen better days. There's a fine layer of dust, grime, and mold clinging to everything. 
portraits of you and your family have nearly rotted away along the walls, with most of the wallpaper peeling and eroding away. The fireplace is the home for ashes now, and the mantle is empty. Whatever may have sat upon now long since lost, the corridor leading to the bedrooms is dark, dank, and has a strong, musty odor to it. She's gonna go over toward the portraits where and just kind of pick one up, just watching it crumble a bit, mm -hmm. just being like, that was quite some time ago. And, uh, meanwhile, outside was Noose and Grump. Bump, I didn't prepare commune today. You gotta help me. We gotta figure <sighs> something out. Well. We gotta make something up. Is there any way you can... <laughs> We gotta make something up. Divine okay. intervention. We got no, no. We gotta, we gotta just kill it, right? That's the, that's the thing. We gotta kill whatever. We gotta look for whatever is creating this stuff and kill it. Is that a good idea? No. No. <laughs> I think we need guidance on this one. Uh. <laughs> if the druids couldn't even do it. I don't have the spells prepared, though. I mean. <laughs> I don't think you need a spell prepared for what I'm. Suggesting. What do you What are you suggesting? You're a tenth level cleric now. <laughs> the di divine intervention is like crazy. That's like. Well, maybe he could defeat end. my enemies for yeah, me. <laughs> maybe he could end the plague. I mean, it's worth a shot. Um. You don't have to do it. It's just my suggestion. Yeah. No, I'll do it right now. Hey, Pepshin. I'm gonna I'm ask you one real, real, a solid right now. It's, it's gonna be, uh, kind of a big one. Roll me a and, d20. It's not a d20, it's a, uh, I have to roll percentage dice and it has yeah. to be, uh, it oh, has was, to be lower than. It has to be your cleric, to be cleric level than, or lower. Yeah. Yeah. So. Watch him roll like a nine. Let's see. On the bright side, if it fails, you can do it again after a long rest. Yeah, percentile dice. Okay. Oops. So. Boop. 50. Okay. No. No. <laughs> well. Yeah, so I guess we should just kill it, whatever it is, wherever it's coming from. Think just maybe, go somewhere and destroy something. Do you think it might be that tree thing she talks about? the fungal lich maybe he has to be destroyed maybe he's part of that, all this maybe. that's what i'm getting at we'll yeah i know kill it. okay okay we'll say that pipshin told us that all right pipshin said you gotta, we have you to kill the fungal me. lich but leah said if the fungal lich's heart dies she dies maybe that's, that's a risk i'm willing to take <laughs> i can bring her back now i know i've been learning how to do that kind of thing. yeah i can do that too we'll be fine like, I have all these spells to bring people back, and nobody knows about it. Because I haven't been able to do it. <laughs> um, yeah, Lexi's rod, in case. Um, something doesn't work. Yeah, like, if anybody gets disintegrated, like, equips. I could have brought her back if she wasn't disintegrated. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think the rod of resurrection will work on a disintegrated person. I think you need a true resurrection for that. Will we? Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's what I know, for, apparently, from the, the man telling me in my head who, <laughs> who sits at a table. 
Anyways, yeah, okay. And he waddles into Leah's house. This will be like, I'll kind of roll the dice and you'll be like, guess what, guys? What is it, news? Did you figure anything out? Power for the course. Gotta kill something. Did Pipchin say what we need to kill? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. What? Well, uh, gotta kill the root of the problem. Yep, the fungal itch's heart. Yep, some type of willy wicked wicked twee. You know that will probably end up killing me, but... Can bring you back? If it happens. But, uh, if it happens, but I don't know what would happen if I would be a druid anymore. Oh, uh, no. It looks like uh, that's the thing. You that's can be a druid, do, Pipchen, wanna, a druid of Pipchin. If you want to end this, it, uh, it looks like it's stemming from that. And if we maybe, must... Maybe when we get there, we'll see something else that gives us more options. But why now? We gotta kill it. Willing to do anything for Lexi, so... Let's do it. Yeah, are you sure about this? Yeah, I am. He just looks over at Grump and gives him a wink. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. (laughs) Ash, do you want to kill a campaign one character? I don't know what that means, um, but you can stop after the first three or four words, depending on if wanna is one or two words. (laughs) Do you want to kill? Yeah, yes. The answer is usually yes. <laughs> what about Ogden? Do you want to uh, save a friend? I mean... Yeah. Always. Monkfish? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Why not? Leo, was your house uh, always this dusty? That's one time, no... Hey, Equips. Yes? Uh, of all the stuff we got from that, uh, um, hot spring. Yeah? My eye saw a bit of a diamond in there. Can I take it? Um, yeah, it's a, it's a ring. But, yeah. There's diamonds in it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's the only diamond thing. Alright. You can keep the rest. Alright. Leah, can we loot your home? <laughs> Easy, Grump. It's just a joke. I'm joking. Grump, no, you helped me. I will allow it. Oh, sweet! He runs over to a good collection of dust bunnies on the floor. I'm taking this. As you wish. For no reason at all. Hey, that's good for lighting a fire. <laughs> or putting on somebody while they're sleeping. Makes a wicked sneeze. Yeah. Um, do you want to check out any of the rooms while you're here, Leah? If she wants to go see her old bedroom to see what it looks like. Okay. Um. Empty. 
Your bed's there. Any cat toys laying around? There is. A cat bed. She's gonna see if she can find any of her spare collar, the cat's spare collars laying around. Easy enough. She grabs a couple of them and puts them in her bag. Okay. I want to walk up uh, behind her, gently uh, put my hand on her shoulder, and cast uh, Detect Thoughts and Encode Thoughts, and find a memory of her playing with Lo. Okay. Pull that out. Explain how you can sit with the memory, go back and forth, and zoom in, and whatever. <clears throat> Ogden Boom. Yeah. You may have a D20 of DM Inspiration. Ooh. Oh, thank you. A lot of inspiration. Thank you so much. And I will check the PHB to figure out what inspiration you can, is. You add a dice roll to uh, you really make basically. Yeah, you can pretty much give oh. yourself advantage on anything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. That's awesome. Amazing. And there is next to the health yep. uh, bar to the left of it. There's actually a little thing you can click. That oh, you, you know, know you, you know, I did it. All right, cool, perfect. Uh, so uh, I'll be uh, right outside the door. Take your time. Uh, uh, remember, uh, it's just a memory. That doesn't make it less sweet. Or Ogden leaves. Leah's just going to give him a big hug. Just be like, thank you, Ogden. She's going to sit on the floor next to the cat bed and just look at her memory of playing with Lowe. Okay. Um, I'll just casually wait outside. What's Ash Just kind of cross my arms. Got his umbrella out still? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's got. All right, he's, he's got the umbrella. He's just kind of shaking the bits and the pie <laughs> off of it. Uh, just kind of like. <coughs> oh, I'm not good with this sort of thing. Uh, he's gonna take the. He's gonna take cold snap like and like turn it upside down, almost like a broom, and just yeah. kind of start or, like raking troll bits off to one side. Okay. Oh, you're you're outside still. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So everybody has gone actually in the house. Okay. Cool. You see a figure standing in the tree line, then. Looking at you. They're familiar. It's Dustin. Just standing in the tree line. And in your head you hear... Save me. And the figure disappears. Uh, 
Just once, I'd like my own head to be my own head. But I'll do my best. Go back to raking troll bits. Easy to, easy to be enough. Um, anything... What's everybody else doing? Well, Leah's having her little moment in her own bedroom. I think you're muted. Uh, I'm assuming Ogden comes back downstairs. Well, it, there, uh, after no, his little thing. No oh, it's just one level. So yeah, he just comes down the hallway. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, I'm kind of just like waiting, just like. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like I can. Uh, I would assume Ogden would give a knowing look to Eclipse, being like, "Same thing. You you know the drill." Like a. Alright. Right. She seemed like she was doing okay when you left her. Oh uh, no, no, not at all. Never. No, no, I never seems better. Uh, but I think she will be. Good. I'm glad you're here, Ogden. You know, uh, uh, I wouldn't have said it at first. I would have thought the best place in the world was a library. But, uh, you know, today I uh, discovered uh, the best uh, piece of literature is the one you write with friends. Yeah. Stories we can share with others. Yeah. A shared history. Living it, not just reading it. She's going to play with one of the bandages. Ogden, when we get back to the ship. There's something I want to tell you. But now it's neither the time nor place. Is it something you'd rather think? Not yet. Switch switch to channel two. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. uh, um. Thank you, Ogden. Of course. What's new, Stu? Uh, based on his past experience with bringing people back from the brink mm-hmm. and his little experiments with uh, internal organs. Yeah. He's looking at this thing before him and trying to figure out what the heck it does. Which thing? The thing he salvaged from the troll. Oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, how innocent is news? 
Well, one, okay, so perhaps I should clarify this with other people. I've talked with it with Kate momentarily, I believe, but uh, so Noose, he doesn't know where babies, I mean, he knows that babies come from, uh, from women creatures, but he doesn't know the process. Like, he just thinks that when a woman creature wants to get pregnant or have a baby it just swells up inside them <laughs> so he doesn't know like the process <laughs> um because he, he hasn't drawn the connection between you know two creatures wrestling around and then a certain time later something pops out <laughs> so noose hasn't made that connection yet he doesn't know how that works so he's like looking at this <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> just like this must be useless. <laughs> this is quite the dingleberry. <laughs> Monkfish is so, gonna walk over to news, maybe. Unless what are you gonna do? Uh well unless he can like either examine it and figure out what's really going on or like what the implied stuff is going on there based on his past medicine checks and dealing with bodies before probably not <laughs> okay this is weird hey, now uh, i think about it what do you got there buddy <laughs> oh hey i don't know I mean, like, I'm, I'm just trying to think about, like, what, what these are for. I know, I know, yeah. I know I got them. I know, like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure everybody else has them, but I've never seen them used, like. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, one sec. He finds Ogden. Hey, uh, you're friends yeah. with the goblin, right? News? Uh, uh, yeah, the captain. Sorry, you just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The rank thing. He's waving testicles around. Oh! And he's asking that he he says, "Oh, I have these. I just don't know what they're used for." You see, I got you. Yeah, closest, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Enough said. Enough, you, enough you, said. You uh, tell him, you know, give him a little talk. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Christ. I, yep. And he just walks over. A uh, real quick though is yeah. Christ. Uh, don't worry about it. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> and he pulls out his pipe and walks out the door. Uh, noose. <laughs> what? Uh, uh, so, when you, uh, what's, um, yeah, bud, uh, so you, What do you what do you know about what you got there? Nothing. Great. They seem kind of useless. And you, you said you have some of your own. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's a, it's, you, uh, you, other, other people that I've taken apart and stuff and other animals, <laughs> they have them. Oh yeah, yeah. But you you've sussed out that they're pretty. Uh, uh, I'd say sensitive. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, 
What are you uh, trying to l learn about them? I want to see what I can use them for. They, they seem kind of useless. Like, I mean, if, if you can figure out what to use them for, I mean, I could just remove everybody's and then we could use them for that if they're really useful. What? I mean, if, if, you, if you could make something really cool out of these, then, I mean, I might as well take everybody's. Uh... I'm not trying to yuck your yum noose, uh, but but I'll tell you I'll tell you what uh, specifically uh, those are used in the general in the in the male uh, uh, reproduction and and copulation. What the words? We production and copulation. Yeah, 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 yeah. What does that mean? Okay, all right. Uh, I love the fact that you guys are like brothers and having this conversation. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Right? I'm the older brother. <laughs> yeah. Uh, listen, uh, buddy, uh, so, uh, Through ways and uh, happenings, uh, half of the materials that are needed for a new uh, being are stored in what you got in your hand. You know how sometimes you find pieces someplace and you find other pieces another place? And you're yeah, so that troll is everywhere. Right. I'm pretty sure Blair will probably poop, him, poop bits of them out later. I, I had not thought about uh, polymorphing your insides as well as your outsides. Um... It's going to be a rough one, I imagine. <laughs> yeah. So I wouldn't take everyone's... Uh, what were you calling this, Noose? I don't know. I, don't, I haven't figured out a name of them. I, I would say that they're a sensitive uh, area and... Uh, Certainly not useless. They are half the materials. You know. You know how when you 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 found your armor and you held on to a piece of it, and then later you found the the perfect other piece, and then you made it, and now you have that great armor. I mean, yeah, like bits of skin and mm -hmm. goblin flesh, and okay, all right, now we're cooking. What you have in your hand there is like the perfect half of material and during reproduction and copulation. Again, it, I don't know what that means. You don't need to worry about it. That, what are you trying to tell me, Ogden? I don't get it. You're and code thoughts. Kind of... <laughs> oh my god. I, 
I have the memory of of learning oh. in grade school what it was, and I play the video for him. Hello, young elves. We have something to teach you. <laughs> all the all the male elves get put in one room. All the female elves get put in another room. <laughs> Are you having strange thoughts? Has hair begun to grow in places you didn't expect? <laughs> well, then, you've started to go through what we call a puberty. Yes, that's right. Puberty. When a young man and young woman become a regular man and regular woman. What's that you say? Gross. I'm scared. No, don't be frightened. It's all part of life. As you leave your pupil stage and become fully matured adults stepping through the chrysalis of puberty, we'll try and guide you in the right direction. Are there visuals that yeah. I'm seeing as oh, well with this? Yes. yes I was really are. wondering how long you were going to go with that. <laughs> oh, fuck. honestly. How... I gave DM How much longer is thing. this video, you ask? Exactly five two... minutes. Oh, I thought it was going to be like a whole two-hour session. <laughs> Here are this some is part... samples. Next week, next week, where we all get the week off, and it's just going to be Caleb vamping <laughs> on this for the whole slot. Oh, Justin won't even be there. It's just Caleb. Oh, man. I'll bring visual aids. <laughs> Including visuals of aids. <laughs> For the STI section. So, uh, yeah, news. You get a pretty visual experience through Ogden's words and then encode thoughts. Just cocks his head and just kind of whispers to himself, Sins of the flesh? He gets it. Yeah, that's the old uh, SOTF. <laughs> But yeah, like, mm-hmm. that seems like two separate things. You're aiming to have a kid, but you're not. Uh, I'm curious about the not part. Yeah, what? Well, that's weird. And I mean, it doesn't happen every time. I have a lot to think about. This is that was a that was an overworld Ogden, but thank you. That everybody's been kind of dancing around that little thing, and I know where there's well, a brothel where we can find out. Oh, uh, I, oh, no, I think Ash killed the guy who owned it. Oh, it probably deserves it. And uh, 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 if I'm being honest, uh, Captain Noose, I feel like that is maybe a, a birthday present for your at least 14th birthday. When do goblins reach adulthood again? Like eight, I think. Next year. We're like nine or ten. I don't know. I'll have to look it up. I think it's ten. But still, like, even though they're mature, uh-huh. that doesn't mean, like, they will have gained that knowledge. Not Too much knowledge. Yeah. All right, so 
Wait, was it was Grump also watching? He's sitting. He's sitting right there. Just yeah. yeah. Wait, did Grump know any of this? Oh, totally. Oh. Oh yeah, he was out in the world. Noose was sequestered in a cabin with Pipshin for his practically his whole life. So that's probably why people don't want you uh, using scrotums and testicles (laughs) as materials. Although this the skin on this would make a great swing. Ooh. You put you put a couple locks. No, no, I you, 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 I think it is. I think it is perhaps better uh, not uh, knowing. You know, I think I'm gonna actually make one. You know, uh, uh, here's please, the thing. I think, I'm, I think no. I'm doing it. No, I think I'm no, doing it. no. He <laughs> starts to make a sling. Oh boy, we have uh, gone off the rails this week. <laughs> and it all so good. I just, uh, I imagine uh, that could probably do some sort of poison damage Alex. I could see it do a lot of damage that's for sure. It's all very elastic and everything. <laughs> Anyways. Oh yeah. There's a lot of spring in it. It's like a bat wing. Anyways. <laughs> back at the Veiled Psychophone. <laughs> Henry is hanging with a goat and a little boy. Hyperventilating. <laughs> and it's getting dark now. The party had a long rest. Eric should probably waking up the next day. No strange man on the docks. But you feel like you're being watched. Pretty intently. Get up and kind of just like walk around. Okay. You see Bernard passed out in a hammock. Joseph passed out in a hammock. You swear you see a little child standing in the corner that disappears when you walk past? (laughs) Remnants of Noose's traps all over the floor. Oh, wait, no, I was on the Void Mother. There are no traps in this one. And that means this this one's not haunted either, so never mind. Oh, yeah. Um... Seagulls flying around, you can hear them squawking. I dropped my pen. Um, There's a strange twinkle in the sky, like a red kind of shimmering a couple miles out in the sky. It doesn't really go away, it just stays there, shimmering. Mm. In the direction of Dombrake Cove. You guys are on a different continent, but the direction. Both southwest. And the shimmering just stays there. Just hovering in the sky. Gets a little bigger. A little bigger. And a little bigger. A little bigger. And for a brief glimpse, what's Henry's passive perception? Uh, 15. 15. 
Henry swears that in the distance on the horizon, he sees something disappear on the horizon. A floating, sort of jagged city of black stone and iron before it disappears again in the shimmering. Well, I don't like that. Me neither. And as the floating city vanishes, the sounds of the waves return, crashing against the side of the boat. The sound of seagulls returns. And that's what we're going to end the session for the week, I think. <clears throat> so thank you for joining us, everybody, on our 50th episode for Beneath the Tide. We'll be back next week with episode 51. And see where that'll go. We'll be down Leah, I believe. Um, we'll be back next week with more Beneath the Tide, more Hearts of Madness at 7 o'clock, or campaign finale for Hearts of Madness at 7 o'clock. Next week's going to be fun. So, without further ado, good night, everybody. Sleep tight. We will see you all back here tomorrow night for Shadows Over Ravenloft. A very exciting episode I have written up and planned. And we'll see you back here, hopefully, Sunday for Soldiers yeah. of the Lich Queen. So, good night, everybody. Bye bye. Good night. Bye. bye.